What if a black girl knew? You are listening to WIA BGK, the What If a Black Girl New podcast. I am your host, Dilemma, and I have another special guest for you today, Just Jean. So weird, yeah, because some people are like, oh, you're that fitness girl, innit? And I'm like, you know, my name is Gina. Gina is a qualified personal trainer and health and fitness entrepreneur. She began her career in fitness in 2011. She branded herself Just Jean to match her inspirational fitness platform to help you be the best you. So I am a personal trainer and that's what I first started off doing. Um, That's like the main part of my brand. And then I also do classes, which I've recently launched. Um, And then and I do healthy meal preps so I do I basically prep people's healthy meals for them and I recently launched a healthy Afro-Caribbean ebook so looking at so I picked like 10 of my favorite Afro-Caribbean dishes and just put like a healthy twist on it to kind of encourage the community and to show them that you can still eat healthy but also still kind of eat your traditional foods that you like and enjoy. And what made you decide okay I'm gonna create an ebook I guess for me, when I first started working out, um, food was one of the biggest hurdles that I came across. So I didn't understand the nutrition side of working out. And to be honest, food is more important than the exercise. So they do say it's about a 70%, 80% split. And then the rest, the 20 to 30 is exercise, mm-hmm. which makes sense because if you think about it, exercise takes up probably an hour, two hours maximum of your day. Yeah. And then the rest of the day, you have to kind of make sure that whatever you're eating complements that exercise, yes. which is the hardest task. And if you look at it on a like numbers scale, calories, if you look at calories, for example, the amount of calories you consume via food is not the same that you burn via working out, if that makes sense. Okay. So it's like twice or three times as much. In terms of calories, yeah. you will end up consuming twice or three times as much calories that you would burn in burning oh, okay. via exercise. Okay. Yeah. So prime example, a chocolate bar yes. on average is like 200 calories. Okay. 200 calories on a treadmill is like 40 minutes or 50 minutes of walking. That's- do you get what I mean? No, that's just that's just that's one what, chocolate bar. That's what, Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yes. And that's someone's whole workout. So if you look at it like that, mm. it makes sense why food is more important. Okay. So I guess I and I really love Afro Caribbean food. Like mm. I love it, and it's not something that I wanted to give up. I just thought, oh, no, like there must be a way. Yeah. And when you look at African or Caribbean food, mm. the actual food isn't unhealthy. Mm. It's just the way we cook our foods. Do you get what I mean? It's the okay. process. So I started looking and exploring that side of things mm. and just manipulating things. And then that's how I kind of created. So what are the, some of the things that I can still eat and still be healthy? So for example, in you know, the book, my job, babe, I no, want to be that. eating the food. <laughs> so even stuff like swallows, yeah? yeah. So you can make, like my mum does this. Mm. So she, if she's eating like, fufu which is like the powdered and most people go for the powdered version which is like the cheapest version it's the quickest version it's convenient she doesn't do that because it's processed so she literally boils green banana and literally she boils that then she blends it and then she cooks it and turns it into like the solid really yeah that must taste banging and obviously it's natural right so she does it with that you can do it with oats you can do it with like there's so many different things you can do do you got i mean to still be able to eat the stuff that you would like to eat even with stews and stuff it's oil like we put so much oil in our food guy red oil white oil vegetable oil every color like why it's it's so not necessary salt maggie is so unnecessary like 
you can't use Maggie and then on top use salt and then on top use all purpose. And it, like, it's like, really? Like, yeah. do you get what I mean? There's yeah. just too much going on there. Yeah. So it's just about understanding and also just understanding your taste buds, if that makes sense. Okay. And just knowing flavors and seasonings and how you can still create flavor mm -hmm. without salt. Cause to me, salt isn't seasoning. Like, so, so isn't seasoning. No, it's in the sense where like, I don't have to put salt in my food for it to taste nice. Okay, because there's other spices right. that actually have salt. Yeah, and just and just have like natural natural flavorings yeah. that will make the food still taste nice. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just about exploring that, to be honest with you. You're making me want to go and eat, eat in your kitchen, you know? No, you can come. Like, my goal <laughs> my goal is to have a healthy Afro-Caribbean restaurant. Like, that's what I, I want to have and Amazing. I dream to have because I feel like it will do the community so good. Uh, literally. Yeah. Because the thing, I feel like the hardest thing is that we don't know sometimes that it exists. This is the thing. We don't know we can enjoy our food right. and still be healthy doing it. This is it. So for me, it's about educating the community. Yeah. Like, people don't realise that it's possible. Yeah. And I guess it's because it's not really spoken about. So that's what I'm trying to kind of push. In my way of taking advantage of having Gina with me, I wanted to get useful tools and achieving fitness goals. I asked Gina about some tips towards having better fitness results. For me, it's just all about what your goals are, to be honest with you. And when you are goal setting, you have to make sure your goals are attainable to you. Okay. So I feel like the problem is, with exercise, most people start off as an, like a novice. You don't know what you're doing. Okay. The first thing you do is go on the internet. You go to Google, you will type in, or YouTube, and you'll type in how to lose weight, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then there'll be, it's very overwhelming. There'll be so much information out there because there is a lot of information out there because there's more than one way to do something. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, you have to find what works for you. Yeah. So someone's diet might not necessarily work for you, which makes sense because their body doesn't respond the same way yours does. And everyone's like genetic makeup is different. Everybody's body responds to different things. Mm -hmm. So someone might train five times a week and it works for them also because their lifestyle permits it to happen. Okay. But if you don't have that time and your lifestyle doesn't allow it to happen, it doesn't mean you working out three times a week isn't just as effective. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's about finding a balance and finding something that works out for you because ultimately, I feel like losing weight or joining the gym and starting to go to the gym isn't the hard part, it's maintaining it. Okay. Whenever it comes to maintenance, that's when people always fall off because yeah. either it's too drastic. You yeah, you yeah. went too ham in the beginning, yeah. you literally threw yourself in the deep end and yes. burned out yes. or... Um, you had no structure or there was just, it was just not something that you knew you could commit to long term because you weren't realistic with your goals. Yeah. And I feel sometimes we feel like being realistic is like a setback or it's a negative. Do you know what I mean? So I hear what you're someone saying. might beat themselves up because they can only work out twice a week and then feel like that's not good enough. No, that's fine if that works for you. You yeah. just have to make sure when you do go to the gym those two days a week, mm -hmm. you're actually working out and your workout is actually like, is, is, is a good one. It's so, a worthy workout. Yeah, worthy workout. Because, for example, some people go to the gym for three hours a day. Okay, you're not... I guarantee you, you're not working out for those three hours in a day. So yeah. if I train with my friend, yeah. we can end up being in the gym for three hours because yeah. we're talking. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're catching up. Yeah. It's a social thing. Yeah. Whereas, when I'm training by myself, my workout's 45 minutes to an hour. My headphones are in. Bish, bash, bosh, I'm out. Do you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Short breaks. Like, it's very effective, but it's short. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's more about the quantity, okay. the quality rather than the quantity. The quantity so yeah. you don't need to go to the gym for two hours. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you can go to the gym for an hour, but that's a solid hour of hard work. And then when you're supplementing it with food as well, this is it. then that's, that's the game changer. Yeah. 
And you need to make it a lifestyle change. Okay. So I don't like to use the word diet because yes. I feel like diets sound temporary okay. and diets sound not a bit daunting, but yeah. it's very a lot of diets have like not a negative approach to it, but it's not something that you actually look forward to or enjoy. It seems short short term anyway. Uh, exactly. I don't know anyone who is who is happy to be on a diet. Yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm, like no. So yeah. it already kind of to me has like negative connotations. So I would rather talk about having making a lifestyle change, something that fits within your life that you don't even realize you're doing it okay. like brushing your teeth Amazing. like it just fits in with whatever you've got going on mm -hmm. so it doesn't feel like a chore it doesn't yeah. feel like a task even with working out it fits into your lifestyle yeah. so you don't feel like oh i have to go to the gym today mm -hmm. no i'm gonna go to the gym today the same way i'm gonna go to work the mm -hmm. same way i'm gonna read a book do you know what i mean it's just all part and parcel of what you enjoy doing and yeah. it fits within your lifestyle then that way there's less pressure yeah. and you're more likely to enjoy it because you don't feel like it's a task or a chore or it's something you have to do. That, that makes complete sense because I feel like the hardest thing for me is, like you're saying, the sustain sustainability. Yeah. Because, uh, and I was going to say to you, how do you stay motivated to do that? Because I know that you work out yourself, yeah. right? So... What is that thing that, you know, that will make me say, okay, I'm going to do this mm. for the rest of my life? I never started working out because I was concerned about my weight or how I looked. For me, it was more mental. Okay. So my, the reason why I started working out is because I came out of a long-term relationship and I was dep absolutely depressed. Mm. Like, the, I don't know, I don't know what to, there's no other word to describe how I felt, but mm. depression was real. Yeah. And... I was someone who, from a young age, had always struggled with my weight. So I fluctuated like for all the years from primary school. I was wearing like a size 16. I could never shop in like kids' clothes. Like I was always, I always fluctuated. Mm -hmm. I had no like, so I've always been someone who's always been self-conscious about my weight. Mm -hmm. So being in that negative space mentally and then not even liking how I looked physically, it was like, it wasn't even like I felt like I had to do something about it. And I can only say that it was God because honestly, I remember like, having the urge to go for a run. And bearing in mind, I'm not someone that's active. I used to fool my mum's signature to do, that I can't do PE because I was injured. Like, I was never, like, do you know what I mean? Growing up, my brothers were athletic and I was just the fat sister, like, who just ate. Food was my life. So I never really had a relationship with exercise. But for some strange reason, it was like, I just wanted to go for a run. And I wanted to go outside and then I went and my run literally lasted like two minutes because I was so unfit. Like, I didn't, I didn't get anywhere, but, I found it so therapeutic. And even just being outside alone with my thoughts, walking, I just found it so liberating. Mm -hmm. And then I just became obsessed. Yeah. Like literally every day I'd go, I'd be like, all right, cool. And I found that as I was doing it, not only was I mentally becoming a better person, but even physically I was getting fitter. Mm -hmm. The weight was dropping off. So the, like my appearance, mm -hmm came as a bonus okay. because my mental state was what I was really concerned with. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? And I would do I would do weird things like, yeah. and it sounds really stupid to say out loud, but like I'd say stuff to myself like, okay, if I'm running and I've got like two minutes left and I'm like, I feel like I'm completely like I'm finished, but I know that it's my mind. Cause ultimately your mind always gives up before your body does. Yes. So mentally I was just like, Gina, just stop. But then I'd say, I'd say stuff to myself like, no, continue running. And when you get to the end, like you'll wake up from this nightmare that you're in. Like it's weird, like, but I literally had to, I had wow. to talk to myself. I literally had to train my mind and be like, no, like you've got this. Wow. So that that's literally how I kind of continued. And then it just became a passion. Yeah. I realised I was good at doing it. Mm -hmm. And then um, I joined social media in 2011, 12, I think it was. Yeah. And at the time I wasn't 
I'm, I've never been a selfie person, so yeah. I wasn't putting up selfies or pictures of me. I just always put up stuff about the gym. So mm -hmm. in the gym, working out, weights and stuff. And, and at the time, mm -hmm. especially within our community, fitness wasn't a big thing, yeah. especially for black females. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, no. So this is like seven years ago. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, like, do you actually go to the gym? <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's yeah. weird. And it was, it kind of, I guess, caught people's attention. Yeah. And then that was just, I, but I honestly thought it was a phase. I thought I'd get over it, yeah. you know. I just became very passionate about it. And people started asking me to train them. Okay. And I wasn't qualified to do so. So I was battling between actually doing, because obviously you have to pay for the qualification. Mm -hmm. So I was battling between actually doing the qualification and qualifying or just kind of like, no, it's a hobby. It's not something I really want to pursue. But then I just kind of went for it anyway. Mm -hmm. And then was doing it side by side, my nine to five. And then um, that's kind of how the whole thing began. I've made myself accountable to a lot of people by yeah. putting it out there in the public yes. domain. So that keeps me motivated because I know that I'm like a walk-in, not advertisement, but I can't tell you to do X, Y, and Z when I'm not even doing it myself. Yes. So there's that. And then it's just also about me just always wanting to become the better person. Yeah. And men and for me, it's like it's become my, not my drug, but like my daily dose of like, not mental health, but like for me, I know that even when I don't work out, mentally, I'm just not in a good space. Yes. Do you get what I mean? Yes. So I love to start my day off with a workout okay. because it literally sets the tone for the rest of my day. I'm in a good mood. My like, my endorphins are high. I'm just buzzing. Mm. So I feel like because of that, I've just kind of continued and stayed on this journey. Yeah, and it's an amazing journey as well. Like, I remember at the beginning, like like you said, 2011, not many people were working out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you didn't see the thousands and thousands of personal trainers that we see now. Literally. There was literally only a few, and we all knew their names. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, and you were one of them, like, especially in the black community, mm -hmm. like, you were the one of the people that I was like, this is... This is this is amazing because um, you know, especially the the glow up as well, <laughs> the glow up, Girl. the glow up as well. No, and and this is, I loved what you said about um, your mental health being the aim, mm -hmm. and then you know the physicality was a bonus yeah. because I feel like in this day and age, what happens is people really want the exterior thing, 100%. they really want the physicality to mm -hmm. change, but they're not really knowing that it's a it, it's attached to the mentality. And yeah. um, so, what do you say to people when they're like when they come up to you and they're like, Gina, you know, I want to lose weight, mm -hmm. and then you're like, okay, cool, and then they don't show up. Do you know what it is? I feel like. You can tell when you meet someone instantly from like your first conversations or interactions with yeah, them, where they're, where they're at mentally, yeah. like definitely. And I feel like until people change their mindset, exercise is always going to be a struggle. Wow. It's always going to be a battle. And mm -hmm. I say that because I've had over a hundred of clients and I know the clients that I get that are going to like, F shit up because yeah. mentally yeah, they're just they're, where they are mentally is easier for me because I don't have to now train your mental okay. do you get what I mean yeah, because you've yeah. already got that on lock mm -hmm. so it's, it's an easier job for me and it's easier for both of us yeah. because you're now in a space to receive what I can give you yeah. whereas if you are like you want to lose weight but you generally you want to lose weight you generally do but mentally you don't want to lose weight mm -hmm. then it's a hard task because we're constantly going to not be at loggerheads but I think the worst one for me is when you have clients who come they show up but they're not doing their homework and when I say homework as in remember I'm only seeing you on average 
two hours a week, okay. if that, some even one hour a week, right? Yeah. And if you're, when you're not with me, you're not going to the gym yourself, you're not eating right, you're not following the plan, you're not doing your homework, yeah. it becomes frustrating because I feel like every time we meet, we're always starting again. Do you get what I mean? Because yes. there's, there's been no progress made. Yes. So I feel like, and that's why I guess luckily for me, mine was more about the mental first. Mm -hmm. So because I trained my mental, the physical side became easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean. makes you a better trainer yeah, as well. 100%. Because you have both to talk about yeah. and both to leave people with. Mm -hmm. And so what are some of the things that people say that make you go, okay, this person's ready? If I speak to you and, and like we're having a conversation about diet, and stuff like that. So yes. I'll generally ask you, like, how do you eat? Get, take me through a typical day. Or I'll even ask you to create, like, a, a food diary for the week. Okay. And then um, we'll kind of go through it and stuff. Yeah. So your diet kind of will pinpoint. But then that's not really a good or fair judgment because you might be someone who's like, okay, cool, this is, this is it now. Like, moving forward, I'm actually going to be on job. Okay. But I feel like it's more after I've been getting to know you yeah. and the conversations we have, yeah. like let's say we're two, three weeks into a session yeah. and I'll be like, oh, so how's your eating been this week? And it's always a, uh, like that kind of, you know what I mean? Then I'm just like, okay, it's been three weeks. Yeah. I mean, I would I would have hoped that there would be some improvement and I'm not asking for you to change overnight because mm -hmm. Rome wasn't built in a day. Do you get what I mean? And if it's a habit, habits aren't that easy to break the same way they're not that easy to form. Yes. So I expect that it's going to be a process, but yes. I just need to actively see mm -hmm. you making the effort, if that makes sense, and yeah. listening. Because yeah. if we have conversations and I'm always repeating myself, yeah. then you're not listening. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so would you would you suss out the people by those who are already eating right or want to eat right, and those who are like listening to your um, to your plans and mm. your strategies, mm. and those who are actually doing their homework? Yeah. So in the first week or so, you yeah. are able to tell because it's like I feel like even when someone approaches you, mm. so when they approach you, you're able to kind of tell where they're where they're at mentally because mm. of the questions they'll ask. Okay. And the first session you have with them, so there's a lot of people I've had. Do you know how many people I've actually had that I've trained once and have never come back? Wow. There's people that have paid for blocks. Wow. It's too hard. Wow. Okay. And then I'm like, you know what? You're not ready. Yeah. And I can't make you ready. You have to be ready on your own yeah. mentally. Yeah. I can add, I, it's them for me to assist you. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's, it's really hard, especially if you're someone that you don't even have a relationship or a rapport with, yeah. to try and get them to be ready. They, it, just, it's, it just makes it a lot more difficult. Yeah. And it delays the process for both people, yeah. both parties. Yeah. So... The ideal client is someone who has made a commitment and is generally willing to commit. Yeah, yeah. And they see the long-term goal, not a, I'm going on holiday in three weeks. Okay. Those are the, I'm sorry, those are like, those are like, like, oh, it's not a, I'm going on holiday in three weeks, I need abs. Yes. Those kind of clients, you yourself, you know. Yeah, and it's not even good for business-wise because you after know. that fruit, three months, you're gone, it's even as a client. Like, I've had literally three weeks, a month, wow. literally, I'm going on holiday in a month, I need abs, they'll start training, they're not changing the diet, and even if they are, they're not that encouraged because they're not seeing the results that they want. And I need people to understand that you didn't, achieve you didn't get to how you were mm -hmm. in a month yeah. so you're not going to get to how you want to be in a month yeah. you have to you have to be realistic mm. do you get what i mean I but then they'll go on holiday and then just never return and then when they go on holiday they're living their best life anyway <laughs> so everything you've kind of done gets undone in the space of a week you know this saying mm. to get results you've never achieved you have to do something you've never done yes people need to understand that mm. you you can't expect to achieve results mm -hmm. that you've never got before i.e 
um, get to your body goal or whatever yes. by doing the same thing. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Of course, it's not going to happen because you need to come out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Like we're creatures of habit and our bodies naturally adapt to things really easily. Yes. So even with working out, you have to change and adapt your workout mm -hmm. as time goes on. Mm -hmm. The workouts I was doing five years ago are not the same workouts I'm doing now because yeah. my body has adapted and become very accustomed to what it's been used to. Do you get what I mean? Yes. So it's always about kind of changing, changing things up and switching things up. And I guess that's what I mean by the whole mentally ready side of things. Some people yeah. aren't ready to hear that they're going to have to change, up. change things up yeah. and make a sacrifice that's going to be at a cost temporarily for a much bigger gain. I hear you. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, of course. I, and I feel like it's a bit, it's obviously difficult to hear, you know, because, you know, loads of people want that magic wand, you yeah, know? Yeah, but unfortunately, unless you go for surgery, yeah, it's, it's not, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And, and even, even surgery. if you go, listen, <laughs> even, listen, even if you go for surgery, you'll still end up in my gym. You like, have to do upkeep. This is what yeah. I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about, maintenance. That's yeah. why I'm saying mm. maintenance is the hardest part of the journey. It's yeah. not even starting. Yeah. Because once you start, it's about maintaining the weight loss or maintaining like this new lifestyle mm. so that's why you have to make it something that makes sense for you and it's, it's not even about going to the gym if you can find other ways to get your workout in and burn calories okay. like via a dance class yes. boxing class like gym isn't for everyone generally yeah. it's not yeah. and I even sometimes get bored of the gym I've yeah. done so many different styles of training over the years yeah. I've dabbled in everything yeah. because at one point or at some point and I'm a person who I get bored very easily. I've yeah. got and I've got a very addictive personality. Yeah. So if I get bored of you, I'm like, oh, next, this isn't satisfying me anymore. I need something bigger. I need something greater. I need something better. Yeah. Then I'll go find something else because I love the challenge. So if you find that gym is boring or you don't like it, there's so many other ways to work out yeah. that you can explore. You, you shouldn't just write it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was wanting to find out, like, uh, you being a personal trainer, um, do you have long-lasting relationships with some of your clients? Like, yeah. do, do they last for years or is it always mums? Okay, so it depends on the... It depends, really, because I've got clients who generally... It's weird because they lack... Not like they lack willpower, but, like, I've got a client in particular and she has had a trainer for, like, five years. Mm -hmm. Different trainers. Mm -hmm. So she had her previous trainer two, for two years. Mm -hmm. Then she moved, because she used to live outside London, so she moved to London. Mm -hmm. So the mean her started. And it's gonna... It's coming up to a year now. Mm -hmm. But she's literally, like... Gina, I'm going to have a trainer for the rest of my life because one, she can afford to have one. Okay. Her lifestyle and her work and her career permits her to be able to financially afford a trainer mm -hmm. and it's not a burden to her and it's mm -hmm. something that she's she's accounted for. Yeah. And two, she's just that, look, I know what I'm like. I'm just being honest. I don't have the willpower. I'm lazy. Okay. But I know that if I've paid you, I'm going to come to the sessions. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I've got that much willpower in the sense where I will show up. Mm -hmm. But leave me to my own devices, mm -hmm. I'm just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. So there's those kind of people. Okay. And then you've got the temporary people. And in all honesty, I don't ever want to have someone for the rest of their life anyway, because then I feel like I'm not doing my job as a trainer. For me, it's like a teacher. Yeah. I'm only meant to teach you and equip you with the tools to be able to then, like, fly and yeah. spread your own wings. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't be happy if I'm consistently having like the same person for like forever and ever and ever. Yeah. 
Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So that's not my mindset. I'm not one of those trainers who just wants your you money. Want so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you forever. No, like I genuinely want to educate you and equip you. So during our sessions, I will talk to you. Yeah. I will explain why we're doing what we're doing. I'll explain what these muscle groups work and stuff. So you're not just showing up. Yeah. Like you're learning so that you are also able to adapt what I'm telling you when you even go to the gym yourself. I hear you. And if it comes to a point where you feel like, you know what, Gina's been brilliant, thank you so much, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Yes. Do you get what I mean? Because I'm... I know that I've fulfilled what I what I have been called to do in that sense and my time with you is up. Yes. And but I guess with the meal prep, mm-hmm. you could actually have a longer lasting relationship yeah. with them because food is something that we will never stop wanting. No, 100%. Right? So it's it's like if 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 they let you go with like the fitness and physical side of things you can always you know be around them with the meal prep things Mm -hmm. because I feel like that idea of you know you going into like that work would be great and that's needed and I feel like that's even the beauty of even but even with that it's the same thing I don't want a meal prep for you forever like after a while you should have an understanding of one your portion sizes because you're going to be eating the same food all Mm -hmm. the time Mm -hmm. you get a grasp or an idea of what you should be eating do you get what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, that's why stuff like creating the ebook is brilliant because I'm giving you the, the tools to go and make to go it and yourself. What, yeah, to go yeah. and do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. Know what I mean? That makes so much because sense. Because ultimately, I guess I'm my brand. Yeah. So after a while, it does get tiring. Yeah. So you you do want to be able to not be your brand, but to be able to still kind of create a business that works without you even being present. Yeah. If that, if do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like one of my long term goals to not physically have to. Because I'm only one person. Mm-hmm. So after a while, unless I wanted to start a family, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to start, have a family. Like, obviously, eventually I would be able to, but it would be very difficult to do as everything I do now. Yeah, I what, Yeah, so okay. for me, it's about different street, residual income, different streams of income and just giving people the tools that they need to go and do what they need to do, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that sound, that's actually quite like brilliant. Um, knowing that you started this all by yourself as mm-hmm. well, and knowing that you know, you're creating something that's sustainable for people and will last for like years. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to find out like, what is your most joyous moment with regards to the work you do? Seeing people happy with their results mm-hmm. and like seeing people's progress picks mm-hmm. is, a confidence booster not only for them but also for myself because I always because I'm always like self-doubt is real in it yeah. and it's something that I guess most people will come across at some point in their life mm-hmm. and I feel like sometimes being an entrepreneur or a business person especially by yourself because yes. it's not like I have business partners I'm in this on my own yeah. sometimes self-doubt does creep in so when you are when people do get rewarded with their hard work it also reminds you of why you're doing it and I love people's reactions and how happy they are knowing that they've actually committed and their hard work is actually finally paying off so there's that side of things um for me also like just being able to work with some amazing people that I never thought I'd even get the opportunity to work with Mm -hmm. so not even not even just normal like average people but even some celebrities like being able to partner with them or to help them reach their goals is very rewarding because ultimately that's not the that's not the aim and that's not what you're doing it for but to know that there's certain people out there that actually do know about your business or your brand or have heard about you have seen the stuff that you're doing is also is also brilliant to know as well as having an extensive clientele gina has went on to work with various celebrities 
I wanted to find out more about this. When you first got your first celebrity, were you like, yeah, calm, let's just go into the, <laughs> the gym? Or were you yeah. like, chin him? You know what? <laughs> I don't <laughs> You're dumb. Um, do you know what, yeah? Oh, I feel like I've had a lot of humbling experiences. I feel like when I first started, I, I always thought that if I got a celebrity client, I've blown. That's it. I'm retiring. Like, that's it. I'm done. And then life gets um, you real literally. quick. What? <laughs> Quicker. Like, I've had so many humbling, not humbling experiences in the sense where like, um, I feel like I've been humbled to reality to know that Gina, if you are going to blow or if you're going to have a life-changing experience, yeah. it's because you grafted. Yeah, it's and, not going to be from one thing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. because you've put in the hard work. It's yeah. not because someone's going to it's not because of someone else. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I've learned that because I've worked with so many different people. Yes. I'm still here. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? I'm still like, nothing's changed in that sense. So yeah. it's not that person that's going to change my life. Yes. Do you know what I mean? But it's everything I've been doing up until that point of a life-changing moment. Exactly. That is what has changed my life. So yeah, I can't put my, I can't put my power or like, I can't put so much power mm. in another human being. No. Do you get what no, I mean? No, it doesn't, it doesn't actually work that way. Yeah. It's like, it's the most underwhelming thing ever. Literally. Honestly. Literally. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So the first experience, it was just like, okay. Yeah. I remember like, there was All like right. stages that I wanted to play, like since I was young, like mm-hmm. since coming to even like know about music, mm-hmm. stages that I really, really wanted to play. The day I played them, when I tell you, yeah, it was the worst day of my life. Literally. <laughs> Literally, I went home and cried. I went home and just said, what is this? Because you expected it to be a wow. I expected it to change my life. And you know what? Like you said, I think you said it best. You said it was some of the most humbling. It's a humbling experience, literally. But I feel like it's it's beautiful to go through because it makes you appreciate you yes. and what you have been able to create so much more. Yes. It makes you actually go back to the drawing board 100%. real quick. And go like, all right, cool. Yeah, I got yeah. what I asked for. Now yeah, now I've got to be more specific. Yeah. Like, yeah, for real. So that's amazing. What I want to talk about as well is, um, okay, so you're a woman who is in the fitness business. Mm-hmm. Come, how many guys are inside your DMs? You know what's so funny? <laughs> Like, the thing is, people think it's a joke here. Yeah. No, but, like, my DMs do not pop. Did you not pop like that? No. Why? Like, over the years, literally, yeah, I have had probably the most inactive, I don't, inactive <laughs> DM system. Working, no, man. it's not working. not working. I need to email Instagram, you know, and be Obviously. like, excuse me, hello. Why are, you, why are you blocking sis? Nah, listen, my DMs have, like, no, they've never, they've never, you know what, they've never popped. I feel like the reasons why my DM don't, DMs don't pop, and I've heard this a lot, is guys find me intimidating. Okay. So I feel like that's partly why my DMs never popped, because you would look at my page and be like, mm, she's not on it, or she might put me on blast, or like, do you get what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. I guess they feel like I have like a boisterous attitude. Yeah. And I said, that's true, because that most likely will be the case. Okay. But like, yeah, but like, yeah, no one's really like, Okay, I've had like a few DM slides, but to be honest with you, no, but when I see like some of my friends, I'm just like, okay, like, (laughs) I've literally, so I'm like, "Mm, no, my my DMs are not like, and to be fair, if my DMs do pop yet, it's Africans telling me from Africa that they want to be my friend. They want to be my friend. They want to get to know me. I'm done with you, Gina. And um, (laughs) some guy was literally like, he wants to come and study in the UK. Okay, what are you telling me for? 
Like, I was like, okay, sis, I'm not finna pay your school fees. So, in real life, when you're in the gym, yeah. I know that i Okay, fair points. enough. In the gym, fair enough. But it's not, it's not a sliding. It's like, you go to a gym, and especially when you go to a new gym, yeah. like, I feel like, when you are used to your environment, yeah. like everyone gets used to, when you first join a gym, the man then might pre and be like, rah, okay. And then they'll notice that you're not, you're not a fake gymmer. They will actually see you putting work. Then it's like, rah, like, so, oh, like, you're strong, innit? Like, that's how it starts. Oh, you're strong. Oh, you got this, you got this. You, you get the compliments on your workout. Mm. Then, like, you'll become friends. And with me, I'm a very friendly person. But, like, I think I naturally, not, it's weird. I don't, I think, okay, so before I was in a relationship, mm. like, before, everyone would always say, Gina, you are the friend zoning queen. I would friend zone everybody. Yeah. Even if I found you attractive. Yeah. It was just like my natural response. And I'm big on friendship. So if we don't have a friendship, then how can we yeah, even pursue not... anything further than that? Yeah. yeah so not... I just naturally friend zone people. And then it'll be like, oh, she just wants to be a friend. So some people will never like, pursue it past that and then yeah. it just wasn't what it was mm -hmm. so it was it's only like if new people come to your environment who don't really know who you are yeah. then that's when it's just like oh who's that and then they might start a conversation but i just had a really like a uh, weird idea um weird vision or whatever it is and i thought let me just say it right mm -hmm. i had this weird idea of you doing gym tours no do you know what so basically me and two other people mm. have basically set up something that we're meant to be doing with Grime Daily. It's not, the thing is, it's annoying because this thing should already be out. Oh, you've already done it. So we've done like three episodes. So it's called The Best Gyms in London. So there's three of us and we're all PTs, all into fitness. Yeah. And we go to different gyms yeah. and just review it. Okay. So we review it based on hygiene, mm. the vibe, so mm. like the music and stuff, customer service, mm. the price yeah. and equipment. Yeah. So we literally go do a gym tour, do a little workout and then just kind of give like our overall feeling and vibe of, of, of the gym. Of the, of the yeah. gym. I feel like that's a good idea, but I really just think, you know, like, even if I'm not in the gym, just knowing that you exist, is like something that inspires me, that oh. makes me feel like I can do it, yeah. literally. Um, so I feel like it's been, a, it's been an amazing conversation already um so before you go i would just wanted to um round it up with three last questions that mm. i basically ask everybody right you have been listening to wia bgk the what if a black girl new podcast this podcast was sponsored by my one woman show showing at battersea arts center march 21st 22nd and 23rd titled four women get your tickets now for women um the first thing i wanted to say is using the sentence what if a black girl knew could you recommend me a book a film or a piece of music that a black girl should know what if a black girl knew that she should read the bible okay. so for me i feel like the bible has been life-changing in the sense where when you start reading it properly not not at church on Sunday because your pastor's giving you scriptures and stuff like that. But for me, when I took time to actually sit down and understand the word properly, mm -hmm. it kind of changed my perspective and allowed me to identify certain things about myself mm -hmm. that I didn't know before, or even just understand what my calling and purpose was. Because mm -hmm. I feel like before then, I've always been a floater in life. Like I didn't really have direction. I was just kind of going wherever the wind blew me. And mm -hmm. I feel like my experiences at the time didn't make any sense until I understood what my purpose was. Do you get what I mean? I so, and me understanding and identifying that came a lot from 
reading the word mm -hmm. and understanding that. So for me, the Bible is something that has been life changing. So yeah. I'd love to encourage my sis, my fellow sisters yeah. to pick up a Bible and actually read and understand it. Not because someone else is telling you to, but even just for yourself mm -hmm. and have an understanding of it for yourself. Okay. But using the same sentence, what if a black girl knew, could you give an advice to your younger self? What if a black girl knew that everything happens for a reason and that sometimes not everyone is going to understand your dream or your vision, but that's okay because it's not their dream or vision to understand, it's yours. Using the same sentence, what if a black girl knew, could you tell me somebody that I should know? Okay, what if a black girl knew Serena Williams? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> She is like my, my... Goals. Shiro, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Gina. Thank you for having this me. This has been awesome. I have learned so much from Just Jean on fitness and health and setting real goals to get real results. I hope you learned so much today, as have I. What if a black girl knew Just Jean? What if a black girl knew that she would be desired by others only if she desired herself? That beauty is not a shade but a mindset and the best indicator of it is self-confidence. As I talk some sense, insert here confidence.